War Eagle. This is War Bloggle with Bloggle Spot number 62, part 2. Some stuff has happened since the last war, since the last Bloggle Spot, so um, I was going to just axe that one before because it was boring and I talked about Nick Saban more than anything. Uh, but let's just keep it on there and I'll just make a part 2. So this is the second time we've done two in one day, but so it, you know, it's special. But the reason is not so special. As you know by now, Duke Williams has been kicked off the team. Have you heard me say that before or talk about that a lot? Seems like every week he was getting in a fight somewhere and he was kicked off the team. Well, apparently it's true this time. Uh, he, The rumor is that he had an altercation off campus, most likely some kind of fight at Sky Bar or something like that. Uh, and Gus said, all right, we gave you a chance the last time before the season started. Said if anything was going to... If anything happened, you're off the team, and that's what happened. Um, he was suspended for the Outback Bowl. He was suspended during practice this year. And you could kind of see it from him all year that he just wasn't totally in it. I don't know if he's just upset about the way the offense is going, upset the way that Jeremy Johnson was benched. But, you know, he hasn't – he caught, I think, 12 balls this year in five games, which is not really what you think from your top receiver. Um, he's only had one touchdown since last year's Mississippi State game, which was like the sixth or fifth, fifth or sixth game of the year. Uh, there were a few games where he's hurt or didn't play. Um, but I don't know. He, you, we saw how awesome he, the kind of catches he could make early last year, and it's just kind of been gone. I don't know if people are double-teaming him. You know, a lot of people who just watch him on his routes, I don't do that, honestly. I'm one of those people who just watches the ball. Uh, but he, you know, if it's not a, if it's a running play or if it's not coming to him, you can obviously tell cause he just doesn't finish out routes and everything. Um, given the way he's been in trouble a lot and not seem to listen to the coaches, I could see that as definitely true. Um, so of course the instant reaction to the national, from the national media and rival fans, dumb rival fans like Hunter L. Johnson uh, they are acting like this is Auburn being stripped of the national title in 2010. Um, I tweeted this earlier, but I mean, it's to Auburn fans. I don't know if anybody's bothered. There's some that are trying to act uh, the ones that already think the season's gone and Auburn's terrible and there's no salvaging it and let's fire every player and, and coach and everything. They're they're kind of acting like what's going on at Auburn. Gus is running a clown show or something, running a circus. I'm like, Gus is doing the right thing. I mean, it, you could argue that Gus shouldn't have given him a second chance, but now he's getting rid of a guy knowing that he's one of the top talents on the team because he continually continuously uh, doesn't listen, does whatever he wants. Um, hurts the team, doesn't live up to expectations. Uh, so this is a thing that not a lot of coaches would do. Uh, this is something that, that I don't know, Mark Richt, because they need to have no players because they all get kicked off the team if he did something every time they got in trouble. And again, this is not him getting arrested. This is not him getting, uh, having, you know, getting caught with drugs or hitting a woman like they do at Alabama or anything like that. This was him most likely getting in some kind of fight, altercation, something 
which is, you know, what people do sometimes. Uh, it was not breaking the law or anything like that. Um, and Gus said, all right, that's it. You've had too many chances. You're not listening to us. You're not going to be part of this team. That's commendable. That's not, it's not like Gus went, didn't do his homework on Duke Williams. Um, Duke was one of the best, was the number one Juco wide receiver. Uh, he didn't have a laundry list of arrests and everything. It's not like, you know, Troy, Troy used to be, or JSU is, and just takes people who get kicked, who's got kicked out of other schools and don't care what they did. Um, so, you know, quit trying to make this a negative, like this looks bad for Auburn. No, this actually probably looks good. They got rid of what seemingly was a problem and by all accounts was a problem on the team was a problem, you know, in the meeting rooms was a problem in a lot of places because, you know, he's off the team. He's been almost off the team two other times. So this is not, you know, like bad recruiting, whatever. And, you know, to make it semi-positive or at least make it not as bad, again, he's only had 12 catches this year. He caught a screen pass against uh, San Jose State, ran it like 15 yards, and everybody got ecstatic because Duke actually was in a play. Um, you know, but let me go and say, I absolutely hate this for him because what's he going to do now? I mean, he could probably play in the CFL. He may work his way into the NFL, but if they see, you know, getting kicked off a college football team as the top, supposed top receiver, um, watching probably his film of him not playing plays out if he's not in them, that kind of thing. That's going to be really hard for a, a team to take a chance on him. I mean, definitely in a draft, they would not take a, t a player like that. If he worked his way up through the CFL, maybe. Um, so, you know, I to be brutally honest, and I'm not being a homer in any way, if I'm just talking football and I'm just talking the rest of Auburn and the future of Auburn and all that, this does not bother me one bit. Not one bit. Auburn has receivers. Duke has not been part of the offense hardly at all. He has one touchdown this year at the end of the LSU game when it didn't matter. Uh, I mean, he's got like a little over 130 yards, I think. I'm not – I'm more worried about Auburn's defense. I'm more worried about Sean White uh, playing on the road. I'm not really worried about um, – what is kind of equated to like a second or third string receiver when you in terms of getting touches. So, you know, I'm not I'm not worried. I mean I don't know. The rival fans want you to be worried. The national media is kind of already acting like this is the team imploding. Scott Van Pelt, whose wife went to Auburn and he kinda of claims Auburn is a second team, tweeted to Bruce Feldman tonight that all, nobody implodes like Auburn. Like we're either awesome or terrible. Auburn's been terrible once in the last decade. I mean, you could argue that, I mean, 2012 was terrible. You could argue that 2008 was bad, but, I mean, they still won five games uh, and started off semi-decently, just went off the rails with the Tony Franklin stuff. Um, Auburn is not ever really terrible. 2012 excluded. I mean, that's stupid. This is people out of touch just seeing top receiver kicked off the team. 
All right, look at his look at his yardage, look at his receptions, and tell me if he's a top receiver. You saw a few good catches in the first half of last season. That's what you're basing it off of. Anyway, don't want to get too long winded. Now that you've had to listen to two of these, now this is what makes like seventeen or eighteen minutes. This is like a full on podcast if you listen to all of them. Uh, so yeah, that's it. Duke is gone. We have a week and a half to hear about Auburn imploding. Um, and the official stance from Warbloggle is I'm really sad to see him go in terms of him personally because I don't know what he's going to do right now Uh, but he did it to himself because he had many chances and strictly football speaking if it was going to continue the way it was I'm not bothered in any way so there's your extra bloggle spot for the day, 62.2. Yeah, we'll see. All right, 62.2, done, War Eagle.